Hey there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Flegg. As we rapidly approach the middle of the fourth quarter of the year, we enter a new season. The leaves are falling off the trees. We've got frost on the windscreens of the cars. The nights are drawing in. We've got less than 12 hours daylight a day, generally. The clocks have gone back. It's a quite depressing time of year, I think. I think it can be depressing. It doesn't need to be, but can be. And I think it's a time of year when we're looking at how much money we can spend because of Christmas. They are reviewing their year, which most of the time, I think people don't achieve all of their goals for the year. So there's a sense of underwhelm sometimes. The sense of another year's over. I think it can be a tough time of year. Kids are back at school. Summer holidays are all over. Pressures for Christmas of visiting relatives and having people stay with you and presents etc it can be quite a negative time of year and in this episode I want to share with you some of the techniques that I've seen used effectively some of the techniques I use to overcome that and I talk about this a lot in my coaching because it doesn't matter if it's the middle of quarter four or your birthday or the middle of January, I think there's a <laughs> most depressing day of the year and I've got a feeling it's like towards the middle to end of January, I seem to remember. It's the day when when most people have an ailment that keeps them off work. So like we have the most sick days, I think uh, around the 20th of January or so. And the technique that I use, I've termed the carrot and the stick and if that's come from someone else, I, I can't remember who it's come from, but I may have come up with it myself. Um, of course, we talk about a carrot and we talk about a stick, but that's the, the, the tool that I use. And, and it works equally well in terms of motivating ourselves for investment goals as it does for work goals, family goals, relationship goals, exercise goals. And in its purest form, it just means that you need to have a strong reason or reasons to move away from your current situation. And, and the and is really important, not the or, a really strong reason or reasons to achieve your goals. And in my experience, and I, t I talk about this carrot and stick combination with clients sometimes because they don't have a big enough stick behind them so they're in a really comfortable situation and you might look at that and you might think well that's a good that's a good position to be in if you are in a comfortable position fantastic but actually I'd back someone who only has three months left of money knows that in three months time they're not going to be able to pay their bills over someone who's got a six-figure income and quite likes the idea of investing in a few properties and the reason for that is because the first person has got a bigger stick behind them they have to make it work they can't it's not a nice to have if something's a nice to have it doesn't really matter if you don't achieve it if someone has to make something work then the likelihood of them doing what needs to be done rather than feeling like not doing it rather than opting out is is much much higher so let's look at some of the sticks it can be and in, i'll use investing because that's what we're obviously focused on in this podcast but it can it, it it can work for any goal at all and so let's look at investing initially a good example is a 
client I had who was on the tools and his tradesman and I don't know how old he would have been. Maybe he was around 50, maybe a bit younger. And he must have said to me eight, nine, ten times over the perhaps two or three years that I worked with him that he didn't want to end up like his some of his friends who were on the tools and they were still working in their mid-60s pressing on 70 their their knees had gone they had arthritis in their hands they had to keep doing jobs because they didn't have enough money that is a big stick so he was emotionally and I, I I think I'm right in saying his dad was the same his dad had done that and he'd seen his dad work really late and it was it was so emotionally painful for him that he had in his mind he had to make investing work and hearing the passion in his voice, hearing the emotion in his voice, that that made me believe that he was going to do it. And unsurprisingly, he achieved it. He took action, bought properties, built a passive income because that pain of in his current situation, he had to be on the tools. He had to go and do jobs five days a week. Compare that with another client of mine who liked the idea of getting married and being in a long-term relationship they always spoke about it as though it would be a nice thing to have but they never actually in my opinion committed to it there was never actually enough pain to being single and and this is a really hard thing to to weigh up because you don't want to sit there in your bedroom crying every night because you haven't got a passive income or because you haven't got a a girlfriend or because you haven't got a Rolls Royce to, to drive but equally you don't want to make your life so comfortable in your current situation that there's no stick there there's no motivation and so it's this delicate balance between enjoying the journey being satisfied and being unsatisfied and using that dissatisfaction to drive you forward and this is what tony robbins talks about when he says that the human psyche has a need for consistency a need for stability but in the same breath we have a need for inconsistency and and variety and the, the question is well how, how can you balance the two well the answer is consciously you need to be aware of how your brain is working you need to be aware of this potential painful time of year not crushing you of using that to take focused action to take positive action we're completing on a property on monday where we're paying £68,000 for a property that's worth 105 and so you can work out the, the discount on that. That's a decent discount. But we're buying it with 100% vendor finance for five years. And so that property is actually not costing us anything. We do have to pay the legals on it, probably £2,000, maybe two and a half. And we do have to pay stamp duty. But all in, that's probably going to cost us four to £5,000. And that's everything. It's already tenanted. That is a good deal. The ROI on that is through the roof. We're making £37,000 in equity on day one. If that property makes us £200 a month profit after we've paid the vendor finance, after we've paid the letting agents, that's £2,400 a year. If we've spent £4,800 on buying it, that's a 50% ROI. 
five zero. And so people at the moment are getting excited because they can get 6% on their savings, 7% on their savings. I'm getting excited because I've put in 4,800 quid and I've got a nearly a thousand percent increase in my net worth on day one and i'm getting a 50 percent cash on cash return year after year for the first five years guaranteed in fact it's guaranteed to go up because it's a fixed rate mortgage that i've got with the vendor but the rents will go up over time that is the type of deal that you need to get laser focused on over these next few months because we know that there are more vendors in december and january than at any other time of year it's because people react emotionally to Christmas. People spend time evaluating their goals and deciding they want to change their lives. People spend time with their spouses and decide actually they want to separate. And I'm not here to judge and I'm I'm just saying it how it is. There are more motivated vendors in December and January than at any other time of year. And we're in the sweet spot probably in a decade or more of having more motivated vendors per ready and willing buyer than at any other time in i would say 10 to maybe 15 or 20 year window so this is the time and if you're feeling a little low low in terms of energy as a secondary school teacher we used to see in this term that kids got really tired really really tired because they're coming off the summer holidays and they're going into one of the longest most focused terms We used to say you get half your work done between September and Christmas in terms of the work with the kids. And so if you needed to get half your work done between now and Christmas, what would you focus on? How many of those vendor finance deals would you buy if you could find them? I'd say an infinite number. How many £4,000 can you find, raise, £4,500, £5,000 in order to buy those deals? If you could buy 20 of those deals between now and Christmas, what difference would that make for your life? £200 positive cash flow per deal per month. That's £4,000 a month. Would that make a difference to your life? How about adding the £37,000 equity? That would be £740,000 equity, three quarters of a million pounds. And these deals are all around us. I think I'm going to hit 60 properties that I've bought this year by by the end of 2023. That is more than double the number of properties I've bought in any year previously. What difference would that make to you if you can gamify your psychology? And that's all we're talking about. When I'm talking about the carrot and the stick, that's all we're talking about. We're talking about gamifying it. And if you've ever been addicted to a game on your phone, if you've ever been addicted to Candy Crush or chess or even Facebook or Instagram, if you find yourself habitually doing something, that is you being gamified. That's you channeling your habits or rather the game manufacturers tapping into our habitual nature. And so what I'm talking about here is hacking that and using that habitual nature. If you if you think about having 24 hours a day, how many hours do you actually sleep? Let's say you go to sleep at 11 p.m. and you get up at seven, that's, that's eight hours. So there's still 16 hours a day. If you leave for work at half eight and you get home from work at half six, gotta work that out in my head. My maths isn't good enough. Nine, 10, 11, 12, I think that's 10 hours. So what do you do with the other six hours? Do you squander it or do you invest it? What about the half an hour to work and the half an hour back? Do you listen to an audio book? That would be a book every week. That'd be 52 books a year. That would make a difference. 
What about in those six hours? What about if you just put one hour aside, one hour on the weekdays, and let's just say three hours on the weekend days? Well, that will be 11 hours a week. You can build a phenomenal property investment portfolio in just 11 hours a week if you're focused on it. And so it's important to make the stick big and ugly and smelly and to focus on it so that it motivates you. And if if you're thinking in terms of weight loss and you're thinking, yeah, I do want to get that six pack, I do want to slim down, then find the biggest, ugliest, fattest picture of yourself you can and blow it up to A3 size and put it where you're going to see it every day. Put it next to your mirror. Put it on the inside of your fridge. Not sure you can put it on the inside of the fridge, but put it on the outside of your fridge. Put it in places where it's going to motivate you to make healthy decisions. Maybe put it under your sofa so that when you sit in the sofa, you know that that big fat picture of yourself is under the sofa and you think, do you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk around the, the block. I'm going to listen to an audiobook while I walk around the block for this hour rather than sit and watch mind-numbing TV. It's about making that your current situation painful enough that you do something about it. Not so painful that it petrifies you and depresses you so that you don't take action. It's about turning it into a game where it propels you to take action. And so that's the the stick where it's really important to pull your pull your finger out and take action. Take action that's going to make a difference. Most people are aware of Pareto's principle, the 2080 rule. 20% of your input gets you 80% of your results. However, study after study after study have shown that with entrepreneurs, it's actually more like 5% of your input, 5% of your activity gets you 95% of your results. So just do more of the 5%. And the irony is, if your son, daughter, loved one, parent, needed an operation and that operation was going to cost your annual salary but you had to raise it in the next 30 days i'd put really high odds on you being able to raise it you'd find a way but because you don't have to find a way you don't bother you just sit there doing 8.3 percent of your annual income every month and so that's the the stick behind you the smelly ugly painful stick that you need to keep reminding yourself is there so that it keeps driving you forward and then the other side of the equation the seesaw is the carrot and this is where you have to get really really crystal clear because when you're looking at the stick one of the most powerful exercises i've ever done actually was with tony robbins where uh, we did a visualization where the our current situation got worse and worse and worse we kept doing all the bad things that we were doing and it took us deeper and deeper and deeper in a downward spiral and so i can't remember where i ended up it's a few years ago now but i can remember tony saying you know just imagine that it gets a bit worse and now it gets a bit worse and i i ended up lo losing my family i ended up taking drugs i ended up being homeless and, and in this visualization, it, it became really painful, like really, really painful. I didn't know anyone. I had no love in my life. I'd lost my health. Everything was just gray and depressing. And so if that's getting really clear visually and emo emotionally on the stick, then you have to be equally clear and 
visual and emotive about your chosen destination so where you want to get to and that's the carrot and so if you're currently in a rented property and you really want to own your own place then get really clear on all the things you're going to do when you're in your own place that you can't do in your rented property if you currently work in order to sustain your quality of life then get really really clear how it's going to feel and what you're going to do with your time if you don't have to work for it anymore and people struggle with this. People don't know. People don't think about it. And so people are like, well, it'd just be amazing if I didn't have to work. But, but that's a really weak goal. Not doing something is really weak. Quitting smoking, so not smoking anymore, is, is, is a really weak goal. Running a marathon, being able to beat your teenage kid at an 800 meter race, being able to swim a mile, those are positive goals. Those are positive goals that are going to motivate you because it's something you can move towards. And this is what the carrot needs to be. The carrot needs to be something you can move towards. And it's harder than you think, getting real clarity on that stick. And I'd encourage you to do it now. I'd encourage you to grab a pen and paper and write down all the things that are motivating you to move away from your current situation. If you work three jobs and it's 18 hours a day and you don't get to spend time with your kids, jot down how it's going to feel in 20 years time when you don't know your kids. There's a really emotive song actually that uh, gets me every time. Ah, Cat Stevens. Um, is it Father and Son? I think it's Father and Son. And it's uh, the lyrics are really poignant. And I, I listen to it sometimes to remind myself how, how valuable this time is with my boys. And that is an example of me leveraging the carrot and stick. That's me leveraging that stick of if I work too hard and I don't invest in my sons, my relationship with my sons, I'm not going to have a closeness with them. I'm not going to have a strong enough relationship. And then I encourage you with that same pen and paper to jot down where you're headed. Why do you want to build yourself a property portfolio? If it's to stop working, it's not going to work. But if it's so that you can volunteer five days a week, so that you can raise 10 million pounds to feed the hungry, so that you can end homelessness globally, you need to have a reason why. And that's the carrot. And it can be, you need to lose two stones so that you can be eligible for IVF. The number of people that manage to lose weight in order to get onto an IVF program is unbelievable because the why is big enough. You have to get crystal clear on your why. Why is my current situation untenable? Why am I dissatisfied with how things are? What specifically? I don't like that my kids have to walk through this really bad neighborhood to school and back. I don't like that there's drugs at their school. I want to be able to send them to this school, but I can't currently afford it. I want to be able to move into this neighborhood so that my kids can go to that school. I don't like that my car keeps breaking down. I wanna be able to drive a car that's reliable. I want to be able to take my parents and my friends and my kids and their friends on five-star holidays. I wanna be able to hire an island for a month next summer and take all of the people I wanna take on holiday to it. I wanna live looking out over, to the, over the sea. I wanna be able to see my yacht anchored in the bay and I wanna go sail on it whenever I feel like it. I want to create something that a hundred years after I'm gone is still growing, is still having a bigger positive impact on the world. And if you're sat there with skepticism in your mind, with those negative thoughts creeping in, then my challenge to you is name one amazing achievement that has happened without someone being laser focused on the outcome. An example right now, 
Elon Musk is laser focused on us being able to inhabit Mars. He tells everyone. He is so focused on that. His actions are so congruent with that. I back the guy. I back the guy to get us to living on Mars. It might be after he's dead, but boy, has he dedicated his life to that. And I'm not saying everything he's done, I agree with. I'm not saying the guy makes no mistakes, but he's clearly focused on that legacy. Nelson Mandela reunifying South Africa. Unbelievable achievement, but every fibre of his being was about making that happen. Even when it didn't go to plan, even when it looked helpless, he knew what his mission was and he didn't waver from it. And so what's yours? Where are you going to get to and how are you going to leverage the joy and the excitement of that destination combined with the dissatisfaction and the frustration of your current situation. And if you can do that, even when the nights are drawing in, even when the going gets tough, even when you're tired, even when it's cold outside, your chances of success multiply and multiply and multiply. Until next time, happy investing.